10, 9, 8. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Champions! Wrexham are promoted! They have their storybook ending! Howdy, y'all, and welcome to the Wrexham Texan. My name is Jake Green. Thank you so much for tuning in today for this episode review of Sean's Vacation, which I got to say is one of the funniest episodes yet. Um, we hadn't seen a lot of Robin Ryan the first few episodes, but man, this one is just <laughs> littered with great, great moments. But before that, we must watch this clip because things have been said that cannot be taken back and they have to be addressed. So here we go. If you want to subscribe to the best Wrexham content on YouTube, <laughs> I have to say it, fucking hell. Anyway, we are the best Wrexham content. If you want to Well, <laughs> this is, the, if we didn't start a war with other pods, like we were, we, I was just saying before how I'm like, you know what, we're, we're really lucky because we're friends with everyone, you know? And then he's just like, right, we're the best. Fuck everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, those are some words. Um, those are the fellows over at Two Beards, a podcast and Wrexham AFC. Got news for you, fellas. Uh, there are other contenders. You're not even the best podcast with a beard. <laughs> I hereby challenge you to foreign podcast supremacy via a penalty shootout between my podcast, which is just me, and your podcast, which is both of you, giving you, I would have to say, a slight advantage. The loser has to cut their beard. You don't got to go full shave because that goes against our entire being, but you got to trim it all the way down. You got to use a one on everything. So that is the challenge. The gauntlet has been thrown down. The ball is in your pitch. So get back to me. Um, I look forward to dominating you on the field as I'm doing um, in the YouTube and uh, podcast space. <laughs> I honestly have no idea if my views are more than yours. I really don't care. I just like doing the podcast. So um, y'all are a fantastic podcast and I love listening to y'all, but I mean, I will absolutely challenge you for the Supreme Foreigners Wrexham podcast title. And yeah, I'm serious. The loser Got to cut your beard off. That, that's that's all there is to it. Um, yeah. All right. Well, let's get into Sean's vacation, shall we? Uh, first of all, gosh, every time they show, um, every time they show parts of Wrexham, parts of Wales, parts of the surrounding areas, such as this. 
I mean, gosh. It's just so dang pretty. There are so many beautiful shots I've been getting on Instagram ever since I've, you know, followed Rec, like a bunch of Rexham accounts in the past couple of years. Um, I get all sorts of vacation ads and vacation content for going to Wales. And my gosh, y'all have a beautiful country. I am very excited to go. I have a price alert set for, for flying over to Wales, um, hopefully sometime in February. I'm thinking I might try to come for my birthday. Um, that might be my birthday gift to myself or my wife's birthday gift to my to me. <laughs> I'm going to pick that for her. Um, so, yeah, just starting right off the bat. I mean, come on. It's stunning. I want to go so badly. Um, but then we get into the thick of it. I believe this is the next clip. Let's see. Dawn let the club know that he was planning to go on a holiday for the first time in a long time. <laughs> he and Nicola had identified the week of October the 21st for that trip. All right. So Sean Harvey, clearly the backbone and the foundation of the club behind the scenes. I'm sure Floor has a lot to do with it, but she's never on screen. You don't really talk about her very much because she asked to not be included in the docuseries. So I'm certain that Floor does a ton, but uh, Sean Harvey's on camera a lot and you can clearly tell he is the business mind, the football mind behind this whole venture that Rob and Ryan are on, and they are very lucky to have him. They mentioned in this episode, and it's one of the first things I thought with this episode, was that he was, it was supposed to be a temporary position. Um, it was supposed to be a temporary thing. I think they said uh, six weeks. And uh, yeah, turned into months, and now it's, it's definitely a full-time gig. I mean, how could you not want to stick around? It's a fantastic story. It's clearly a beautiful place to live. Um, a great town to live in. Um, like, how would, why would you want to leave? Why would you want to leave? I don't know. Um, let's see. We meet his wife, Nicola. Um, they met via him trying to get a mortgage and getting declined because football is not stable, <laughs> which I mean, technically speaking, I guess that's true. I guess it's kind of like, for my wife and I being in the entertainment industry, uh, it is extremely hard for us to get a loan because uh, it is unstable. Um, so generally we have to have some type of co-signer, which is just ridiculous. Um, but it is what it is. I completely understand uh, how that was where he was at the beginning of his career. He was secretary. I forget what the, what club he was secretary for, but uh yeah, he met his wife through that and clearly a great match. Uh, yeah, my, I mean, my next note is literally Wales is beautiful. And it is. Um, Sean told everybody he was going on holiday. And I didn't really, you don't really pick this up from much of the rest of the series. But I guess Humphrey and and Sean are pretty attached. Um together. Um, Humphrey's clearly trying to learn a lot from Sean and kind of be his right-hand man, um, which makes sense because Sean's been in football for decades and Humphrey only just got into it. <laughs> uh, so the fact that the foundation of the club, the backbone of the behind the scenes stuff 
is going on vacation for what was it? Uh, it was something like nine days. I could understand how that would put a little stress on on Humphrey. Uh, it ma makes total sense that, that that would be the case. However, Humphrey, I got to say, not once through this entire series have I thought this about you, but you're a little bit of a curmudgeon in this episode, man. Just a little bit of a curmudgeon. Um, I understand you have a ton of responsibilities with the club. I understand that you're just trying to look out for the best interest and keep everything on the up and up. But come on, man. This whole thing with Rob trying to fly a little mini blimp above the stadium is absolutely hilarious. Um, let's get to it. Let's get to it you've got a toddler and, and they're sort of desperate for an ice cream there's like a busy road in front of them sometimes you've just got to like steer them towards the pedestrian crossing <laughs> i just want to leave it on that because that was such good editing y'all um one thing that this episode brings in more i'm not i don't remember if we've seen reenactments before in this series if we have they've been very small and not prevalent throughout a whole episode. Um, reenactments are extremely difficult and visual displays with actors playing other characters that are already on the show is an extremely difficult task to master. In this episode, they killed it. I mean, they killed it. Toddler Rob and Toddler Ryan are hilarious i mean what a great concept have them running around they do i don't know if you've seen the show drunk history they do a lot of this where um, somebody will be narrating off screen but it'll come out of the mouth of some other person on screen um, which makes things so much funnier so much more entertaining engaging um, so you actually get a real grown-up adult voice coming out of a child, which is just so funny. Um, and then later on, we're introduced to to Sean Harvey's reenactment character. Um, we'll get to that <laughs> in a little while. Um, but the idea that launching a blimp that clearly was tied, it was tied down, um, that you could see the sandbags there. Uh, even when it was launched up above the stadium. Like, so what if you break some rules? I, in my opinion, laws are made to be broken. Um, they're, they're, I've said I'm not going to get too much into politics in this, but man, this episode really tries to suck the politics out of me because I have so much to say about so many of the things that went on in this episode. Um, I don't believe that morality is necessarily the same thing as legality. So when there's a law for something that I don't find that the action I don't find morally wrong, um, I think that law was absolutely made to be broken or bent or pushed to its very limits or find a loophole around it. Um, and so that's that's just me. I know that's not everybody, but that's how I operate. So if I if I can push the legal limits of something um, that I don't find morally problematic, then I'm probably going to. Um, so yeah, Humphrey, just 
let him do his thing, you know, live with the consequences. It's not like, yes, it might be financially problematic for a moment for the club, but in the end, it is hilarious. It will draw more eyes to the club. It will get more attention, more money. It'll make people like Rob and Ryan more. It'll, it's just hilarious. And the fact that he was doing this in retaliation to Ryan doing a memorial urinal for Rob <laughs> is absolutely hilarious. I don't remember that ever being on camera. They brought it up like we had seen it before. We had definitely never seen it before. Um, maybe I missed it in the social media world. I miss a lot of things in the social media world, so that would make complete sense. Sorry, I guess we can... Uh, remove Rob from the screen again. There we go. Um, yeah, so maybe I just missed it, but man, great pranks. Bravo. I, I love that. Uh, let's see. What do we got next? Uh, oh, yeah, we need to see the daggum blimp. A hideous <laughs> but surprisingly inexpensive way for the world to finally see Ryan Reynolds as he's meant to be seen. I mean, it's hilarious. That's such. I love a good prank. I can't. I actually can't believe Humphreys. He says he's not a prankster in this, and he doesn't like pranks. I just actually can't believe that. Um, that is kind of surprising to me. I don't know why. He just seems like he'd be somebody who would love a good prank, um, especially since he works in comedy. It's just interesting. That was that was very surprising piece of news. One thing he did use a lot of in this episode was references to Game of Thrones, calling uh, Sean Harvey uh, Varys, which wasn't the hand to the king, which he acknowledges, but he talks about Sean like he's the hand to the king. Um, hand of the king, not hand to the king, hand of the king. Uh, and yeah, Humphrey, or Sean, Sean Harvey and uh, Varys from Game of Thrones do look a lot alike. It's kind of Strange. Um, let's see. Yeah, I mean, Humphrey, I hate to rag on you, man. It's just, yeah, there was a lot in this episode of you, uh, <laughs> you not being a part of the joke. And it was just so funny. Um, I just, I, I, I don't necessarily, I don't know. I've been a party hooper. Before I've been somebody who rains on people's parade. Is that the, yeah, that's the expression, rain on the people's parades. At some point, you just got to accept it. Rob's going to do what Rob's going to do. Ryan's going to do what Ryan's going to do. And there's really not much, not much you can do to stop it. Um, advise them on what they should and shouldn't be doing and then go with it. It is what it is. You know, there's, there's, you can't control people. There's only so much you can do, um, to, <laughs> to keep, to keep the peace, keep the order that you're wanting. Um, so yeah, let's see. We then head to the Borum Wood game, which is where yet another political problem, um, comes into play, um, which is definitely something that here in the States, we don't know about, um, but here, let's uh, let's look at these two clips. Brings us to the thorny issue of Article 48. 
Article 48 is the law that states that you can't broadcast 3 p.m. Saturday kickoffs in the UK. Absurd. They call it the media blackout. Um, here's a second clip for this real quick. For all the European fans watching out there, I'm sure I sound like a typical American asshole. But <laughs> don't you want to watch the games? I mean, come on. You want to watch the games, right? <laughs> Rob, once again, as a fellow American, I completely agree. Look, I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on this media blackout thing. In fact, I think in the future, I might do an entire in-depth podcast episode about why the media blackout ultimately is economically destructive and not a good thing. Um, because I understand what it was sold as. I understand people wanted fans of smaller clubs to go to their club's games without, instead of watching a big Premier League game or championship game or whatever. But there are some extremely negative consequences that you get from forcing media to have a blackout during these games. Um, and I'm sure that the arguments have been there. I'm sure people argue about this all the time. Apparently it's been around for like 25 years, which I think is insane. It actually like physically makes me angry that you can't, that you as a Wrexham fan, as a Arsenal fan, as whatever fan you are, as a whatever supporter, you cannot go to your local pub and watch your games on Saturdays or Tuesdays. Actually, I don't know if it's Tuesdays, but definitely Saturdays. Um, it's idiotic, in my opinion. It is absolutely idiotic. And I don't, I think that it probably did some surface level good, which is why it was kept around and which is why it hasn't been repealed. But in the end, I do not believe that it had a positive impact. And yeah, like I said, I think I, I could dedicate an hour long episode to the actual economics of why this is a bad thing. Um, so maybe I'll do that here in the near future. That might be an off season project um, because I want to actually put in the research, put in the time, put in diagrams, make graphs, you know, all the good stuff that's super entertaining graphs, you know, super detailed economics graphs. Everyone loves those, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, Rob can't watch the game uh, in the turf. No one in the turf can watch the game. That is ridiculous. And so Rob starts to stream it on his private stream because as being being part of the club allows him to watch the game um, because, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's for game prep, it's for game analysis, it's for all that kind of stuff. So he has special privileges that allow him to stream the game, which totally makes sense. Like if you're if you're an owner, you need to see your team play. And if you um, if you're not able to do that, that puts you at a huge disadvantage. Um, as far as improving your team for the future, improving your club, um, being attached to the club, just all sorts of stuff. So it makes complete sense that anybody who's within the club gets the right to stream it. Um, it just, yeah, makes all the sense in the world. What doesn't make sense is no one else is allowed to. Whatever. 
Um, he starts to stream it in the turf. And what I think is hilarious is how quickly Sean Harvey is called um, in the Mediterranean. How or yeah, how quickly uh, that gets to him. Social media and word of mouth is a crazy thing. And the fact that Sean is in a country thousands of miles away, yet he hears about it before, I think before halftime is even happening. So I think it's in the first half, uh, Sean Harvey gives Ryan, gives Rob a call and says, you cannot do this. Um, that that's powerful. <laughs> that's powerful. It's also kind of creepy in a, in a, in a way, uh, it's weird. Um, but in this situation, probably for the best, probably for the best that he got a hold of Rob and told him, please stop doing that. That's going to cause some major problems. Um, and I, I just agree with Rob. I just, I just agree with Rob. Um, I just don't think it's a big deal. Break that rule, man. I have no problem with it. Um, yeah. And in the end, uh, Rob was in the toilet when, uh, Wrexham scored their only goal and we tied one, one with Borum Wood. That was a good game. I remember that game. That was a very, very fun one. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's just, I got to watch it and y'all didn't. That's <laughs> just so dumb. That's just so dumb. Oh, let's see. During this time, we go, we cut back to Humphrey, who says we haven't, and mind you, Sean Harvey has now been contacted twice on his much needed vacation, which I'm sorry, stop contacting him. Just, Sean, turn off your phone. Just turn your phone off. Let Humphrey deal with it. Let other people deal with it. Um, just turn your phone off, man. That like when I go on vacation, you're not going to get a hold of me. You're just not, unless I really want you to. Um, then I'll give you um, permission, <laughs> phone permission. But uh, just turn your phone off. Like there is no emergency worth sacrificing quality time with your wife um, that you clearly don't get tons of quality time with because of your hardworking attitude, which we all appreciate and we all love. And it makes things a lot better for a lot of people. But man, when you're taking time for yourself, take time for yourself. Uh, it is very important. And especially when it is, uh, when it's you and your marriage. Like your, your, your spouse, that is a big deal. And that's something that you should not, uh, shouldn't take for granted for sure. All right. Yet another piece of politics was thrown into this episode. I mean, what are we at? We're at three, uh, is it three different, uh, political events happening in this one? Yeah. It's the, uh, it's the blimp, the media blackout, and F the Tories. Okay. This is actually one where I will take the club's side. I will take Humphrey's side, Sean's side, all that. Because one thing that was said in one of these interviews, actually, let's just go ahead and watch this first clip. 
opinion, so I removed the photo and just put another one up. I woke up the next day, it blew up, and next minute I couldn't put the telly on without it being on every channel. <laughs> so during, actually during this, I believe this uh, panel right here, uh, one of the people makes actually a really good point, which is, isn't it part of their uniform? Is Aren't the boots, aren't the cleats part of their uniform? And yeah, I, I would agree with that. If you're a club or you're an organization that is just there for entertainment, you're not trying to be political, you're not taking a stand with anything, um, which those organizations should exist and should be allowed to just do what they do and not have to worry about the politics of anything, then yes, I would say they have every right to tell Paul Mullen that he cannot wear those boots on the field, on the pitch, because it is almost like using Wrexham, using an organization as your platform to give everybody your political message. And I definitely don't think that should, I think that organization should be allowed to, um, or has every right, not should be allowed, of course they should be allowed, has every right to tell that player, no, you cannot do this. Um, you must, uh, you must wear just a traditional uniform. You cannot modify it in any way. You cannot make statements. Um, it, it absolutely makes sense. And then I know we haven't talked about it yet, but the reenactment with, with Sean Harvey, here we go. Little fire that's burning. All of a sudden, Ryan <laughs> liked the picture. <laughs> Ryan likes the picture that Paul Mullen posts, um, which is just so funny. And I, I, I completely get it. I probably liked it too. Uh, I didn't go back and look. I like a billion things. Um, but let's talk about this, uh, this shot of reenactment Sean Harvey, who looks so much like Sean Harvey. It's hilarious. So I love these. Uh, they're called technically, I actually can't remember what they're technically called, but we call them the vertigo shot. Um, it's an Alfred Hitchcock thing where you either z uh, push in with the camera while you're zooming out, which creates this crazy effect, or you do the opposite. You pull back while you zoom in. Um, and that's what they did here, which creates this really cool, like world collapsing effect or world expanding uh, effect. And it's a really, really cool um, effect to have. And it's actually, fairly difficult to do um you need a you have to have a slider so obviously these are reenactments so uh, you have to have a dolly or a slider pretty much to maintain perfect stability <coughs> you can do it with something like a gimbal or a steady cam but man you got to be really good you got to be shooting pretty wide so that you can stabilize it even more in the future but you also have to have a second person uh second ac or first ac doing focus and zoom so you got to keep it in focus and you got to do a nice steady zoom as you do it it is a tricky shot to achieve um i've done it in a couple of my things um it never comes out this well this this particular shot is fantastic they did a great job um but yeah i loved it i love that shot i love that everybody's freaking out over paul mullen saying f the tories on his boots um yeah, I mean, I, I I agree with the club for for not they don't want to get political with it, and 
completely makes sense that they would do this. Uh, I fully support Paul Mullen's um, right to have whatever opinion he wants on his own Instagram, but definitely don't use Wrexham AFC as that platform because sports should be apolitical. Sports should have nothing to do with politics. Sports are an escape from reality and they are uh, entertainment. They are not life. They shouldn't be involved in politics in basically any type of way. I know Rob and Ryan probably have completely different politics than I do in real life. However, you would never know that just by paying attention to Wrexham. And that is great. As soon as they bring, if they ever bring politics into, into Wrexham, like government politics, that kind of politics, um, then it's going to be a little dicey. It's going to be rough. You're going to lose supporters. You're going to lose fans. Um, and you might think it's because you're doing the right thing and there are just a bunch of haters out there who, who don't like the things you're doing and don't like what's good. Um, but that's just not the case. Just don't get political. Don't bring politics into sports. It is infuriating. Um, they did that with the NFL kneeling for the national anthem. Um, it turned into this whole thing and it's just a distraction from what is already supposed to be a distraction. It's like you're injecting this poison because that's what po politics all it is, is it's just a poisonous realm. And you're just injecting this poison into something that's supposed to bring people joy. It's joy, entertainment, suspense, just all the good, all the fun emotions um, that go along with sports and entertainment. And by bringing politics into it, you just inject it with, with this poison that is super difficult to recover from. Um, because once once it happens once, it's it's going to continue to happen, and yeah, it it gets out of hand very quickly. And I realized I left uh, <laughs> I left reenactment Sean Harvey on the screen for for far too long. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, I love that he removed the photo with the race course in the background, and then immediately put up another one without the race course in the background. Ryan liked the picture, which caused a firestorm. The club put out a statement, which apparently went, went over well. Um, Sean threatened to come home from vacation, which Sean, just take it easy, man. Just enjoy your vacation. You deserve it. You deserve it. Just go on a vacation two times a year, week long, both times, minimum. <laughs> um, just do it. Humphrey channeled his inner Varus and manipulated Ryan into calling Sean to get him to stay on his vacation, which I just thought was great. And we end the episode with going to the Halifax game where Rob predicts that we would score three goals during the game. And this is what happens. Thinks he's prescient or magic or something. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess Game of Thrones had magic in it. You know, he's, he's Bran, the little boy on the back of Hodor. So, yeah, I mean, Rob is compared to a child multiple times this episode, including Bran on the back of Hodor, uh, which all in all, absolutely fantastic episode. I absolutely loved it. Um, yeah, 
I, you know, I have a lot of political opinions. And if you if you would like to listen to my political opinions and where I stand on things, you absolutely are welcome. I have one podcast where I very much talk about my politics and then one where I basically talk politics within the state of Georgia, which is where I currently live. Um, and it's that one's less about politics and more about uh, local uh local businesses, local issues. Um, yeah, it's, 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 yeah, I, I mean, I guess it technically is a political podcast, but whatever. Um, so yeah, if you would, if you really want to hear my politics, you can go over there, but, um, I just want to talk Wrexham and I want to talk, welcome to Wrexham filmmaking, sports, soccer, football, whatever. Um, that's all I want to talk about with this, with this, uh, podcast. So y'all, there you have it. That is Sean's vacation. Make sure you go subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, Peaceful Sea Productions is the name of my company. That is our channel. Within that channel, you can go subscribe to the podcast, um, uh, which is the Wrexham Texan over on the YouTube channel. You can also leave us reviews, comments, ratings, share it with your friends, all the above. I'm on every single podcast platform that you could possibly think of most likely. Um, and yeah, be sure to, to go like, and subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. And also if you want more Wrexham content, go give two beards, uh, two beards, a podcast and Wrexham AFC, uh, go give them a listen because they are quite entertaining as well as me, the wife and Wrexham AFC. Absolutely fantastic people out there all about Wrexham. I love it. Um, so yeah, that'll do it for this episode, y'all. Um, oh, wait. No, it's not. We have a game. We have a match tomorrow versus Crew Alexandra. Um, and I got to give a prediction. I think I'm going to start giving predictions now. Seems like everybody does that. That's a thing. I never, uh, never tried to predict really the score of games or matches or anything before. So this is uh it's a new thing for me. So yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, since we are at the race course ground, I do think we're going to bounce back hard after last week. I think the guys are going to take that personally. I'm going to say two nil. Um, and I'm also going to predict that Mullen gets his first goal of the season. And Palmer gets another goal this season. So Mullen and Palmer score our goals. And there you have it. All right, y'all. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, all that good stuff. And we will see you on Sunday, 12 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. GMT. So we'll see you then. Later. Up the town. You're gonna see it, you're gonna see it And if you knock my soul oh, with all your strength You're gonna find it, you're gonna find it